0: Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends, spending time with our wonderful Lord. I'm so glad you joined us again today to meditate on Romans 12, 13. Remember the whole theme of Romans is therefore. Romans one through three, man ruined his life with sin. Romans four through 11, God's remedy is Jesus Christ. Romans 12 to the end of the book, therefore. How can I spend the rest of my life thanking God for what he has done for me? We're actually looking at the eighteenth way we can say thank you. Give as God has given to you. Romans twelve thirteen, distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. You know, Paul encourages Timothy to encourage the haves to help the have nots by being willing to give. Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly, richly all things to enjoy. That they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to give or communicate. No one enjoys asking for money from others. The Apostle Paul would make a wonderful modern-day CFO with his exceptional understanding of both the complicated financial pictures and economic pressures on those who have dedicated their lives to serve Christ and his gospel. Those who are rich are not to be proud of their wealth or trust in their unreliable money, which could disappear by tomorrow. The rich are to trust God, who gave them all that they have in the first place. The rich should use their money for good, be generous to those in need, and always be ready to share with others. Do you tithe? Do you give offerings also? What percentage of your income do you give back to God? How well do you share what God has shared with you? Do you have more than you need? Most of us do. Is there any possibility that God wants us to supply the needs of others from the abundance that he has given us? Why do you have all that you have? These are good questions to ask. Even if you think you're not rich, they're still great questions. Then it talks about distributing to the necessity of the saints. You know, you cannot share with a person without sharing in a person's life. When you become a partner, you are part of that individual in his ministry. True sharing is never one-sided. There is a partnership established and a mutual sharing understood. One may share the bucks and the other may share the blessings, but both are overjoyed by being used by God. Now, we have to do our study and learn to discern a real need from a created crisis before we ever give. Make sure your giving will be used for its intended purpose and the gospel message is being heard because of your generosity. If you were to counsel a young couple on how they should honor God with their giving, how would you counsel them? If you're not sure where to start, here's a few financial principles based on specific scriptural truths. Giving should be kept a secret between us and God, Matthew 6, 1 through 4. Our giving should be motivated by love and compassion, 1 John 3, 17. We must give cheerfully because we want to and not grudgingly because we have to, Romans 12 Save in order to give. Always be ready when a true need arises, Proverbs 3. Give out of thanksgiving for what God has given you, First Chronicles 29. Give out of honor to God, not out of surplus at the end of the month, but out of the abundance of the day after the paycheck is deposited, Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. And then remember God's promise to those who give. Never allow the happiness of getting take precedence over the joy of giving. Then we have the phrase given to hospitality. What does it mean to be given to hospitality? Driven with dogged determination equals given. Show kindness to strangers equals hospitality. Be eager to practice hospitality, desiring to open your home to whoever is in need. Be willing to give of your comforts, your space, your personal zone to help those who are away from their own comfort space and personal zones. Don't just show hospitality when you are asked to, but eagerly go out of your way to offer it to others. Let your heart be the host for those who are hurting. So how do you fulfill this command on a regular basis? Showing hospitality does have its trials and inconveniences. Benjamin Franklin said fish and company stink after three days. Being hospitable to those who become fish-like is not always easy. Some friends, because of their short stay, keep unreasonable hours and rob the host family from much-needed rest. Others are snackaholics who come, empty the pantries, and move on to the snack cupboards of other unsuspecting friends. Some back up their dump trucks to your front door and dump a truckload of sorrows on your family and then leave. So we do understand that it's not always easy when you compare your initial response, what you want to say or do with your godly heart response what you should say or do you will see how much growth you need in the art of hospitality remember what both peter and his friend who wrote hebrews reminds us use hospitality one to another without grudging and be not forgetful to entertain strangers for thereby some have entertained strangers unaware Have you had any angels over for supper lately? We may never know. I don't know. Hey, our time is up. Again, go to RandHummel.com and you'll find meditations and some other Bible studies. And I really hope you guys are using these meditations as an appetizer to spending even more and more time with the Lord. But today's the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.